On this episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we're talking about the principle of cause and effect as described in the 12th chapter of the Kabbalion, entitled Causation. This is a good one as we dive into the idea that every cause has its effect, and every effect has its cause. Enjoy! good we, we are we are started we are live pre-recorded live yeah so um here we are again back for another exciting episode of the gnostic deluge yeah we are we are so close to being done right now that i feel like i feel sadness yeah i, I feel this remorse like we're gonna be done soon <laughs> really no i don't <laughs> actually there is a lot of cool things that i've been finding in the kabbalion i didn't realize it was as deep as it was you know same like, here whoa you know because usually you read it and read things and you kind of just skim over them and try to figure out what they're saying but there's if you take it so anyway we're doing the kabbalion by the three initiates if you take it and really look into it and see what they're saying you're like whoa this is pretty deep yeah, you know, I mean, for and that such pot, you know, like uh, subjects that can go so deep, and it's only mine, you know, a hundred pages long, the whole book, and that that's like big, big print and everything. It's it's pretty cool. So three initiates, you did a good job. Good job, three initiates. Hopefully, you got initiate. You got into it. Hopefully, you're adepts. So. Um, <clears throat> Today, we're going to do causation, but let's first off get into the, let's, Brandon said he was thirsty, so. Yeah, we were troubled. We were doing some preparations for this episode, and we just said, said screw it. We've, we jumped right into it. We worked up a sweat. As you can see, if you're watching the video, there's a shoestring tied Brandon's microphone to my, his microphone stand. Yeah, this is a do-it-yourself. <laughs> oh, wait. This you is had a, it in the perfect angle. This is a do-it-yourself episode here. DIY. If you ever forget to bring your microphone uh, holder. A shoestring will do. A shoestring. And if you haven't got a shoestring, then God bless you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, no, that song Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. You know like Christ- about? It's a Christmas song, but yeah. I don't know if I recognize it. But then it goes, if you haven't got a hey penny, or if you haven't got a penny, a hey penny will do. If you haven't got a hey penny, then God bless you. God I bless miss, you. I missed that one. It's the Muppets do the best version of oh, it. Oh, I love the Muppets. It's Chris- on the Muppets Christmas album. Okay. I know. I, I'm a big fan of the Muppets. Maybe I haven't seen. Days of Christmas? No. Where Piggy's like, bum, bum, bum. She keeps on doing that. It's so funny. You keep oh, waiting for it, man. especially as a kid. Like my level, my level of unculturedness is becoming Damn. real to me right now. Your Muppet knowledge is so small. Okay, so what do you want, Brandon? Uh, let's go for you. You pick. I'm going. I'm going for the Virgil Zero Sugar Orange. This is an orange cream, right? Or is this just an orange soda? I think it's just orange. Oh dang! I know the vanilla is cream. Well, I'm just going for the orange soda. Try it out. So honestly, Virgil's, when I bought them, I did think it was orange cream because I'm not a huge, I'm not as big of a fan of orange soda as I am for orange cream. Soda. You know, here we should, okay, we're gonna get Virgil's as a sponsor. I'm gonna write the theme song. Okay, it'll be to the Madonna song, "Lack of Virgils." 
zero for the <laughs> Anyway. So okay, I had their black I had their black cherry one. So I'm doing I'm I'm doing the Virgil Zero Sugar can- Orange. He's doing the the Virgil's Zero Sugar Vanilla Cream. And I think I've had that and that is good. Okay. I think I, we had it a while ago. We might have. I know you you picked some up one time. I know one of them was black cherry. Okay. Reminds me of a ooh, like a sun-kissed. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, those were popular. Yeah. Talking about good vibrations. Oh yeah, and then Tanya brought. Thank, thanks, Tanya. Thank you, Tanya, who's who's almost caught up on our episodes. She oh. was like, she thought I was serious, like seriously, like getting uh, upset at her. So we have, uh, you know, for not for being behind on episodes. Oh yeah, like, I didn't yeah. expect you to watch it. We got the uh, Tootsie Roll fruit shoes, mini bites, and. These are really good. Okay, so they have, I never have the seen hard these. candy shell. So it's basically, if you can imagine, like a fruit Tootsie Roll, the soft, but then it's it's got a hard candy shell on mm-hmm. the outside of it. Like a Skittles almost. Yeah. Hmm. These are good. Yeah. They're how way better I, than... How have I never seen these before? I don't know. But you can get them at... Where did she say? I forgot. Safeway and Albertsons. If you're in places that have Safeway or Albertsons. Okay, this is going to be really annoying for people. Yeah. But, but, um. Some things just have to happen. Yeah. So, today we're going to talk about causation. Now, you might be wondering, or you might at the start be like, wait, this sounds like rhythm. <laughs> Yeah, or, or, this or like even correspondence. Polarity, yeah, you know. Also, exactly. And it does, but it's got a tweak. And that's one of the cool things about it, because somebody, you know, if you if you just skim over listening to it, you're like, well, this they're they're just repeating the same thing over and over, but they're they're not. They're taking it um similar concepts or things that seem the same but they're they're just a little different so you, it'll make you look at things in a different light like in a different way mm-hmm. but that's the first thing i thought with this chapter was hey we've already discussed this like f- five or six times now in a certain way and what's interesting is in previous episodes we've even used examples mm-hmm. that would be better for this episode yeah yeah so, i thought of a lot of examples uh, particularly that that you use mm-hmm. in the past and i was like that that was preparing us for causation brandon's been preparing you the whole time for this very chapter he yep. knew it was coming mm-hmm. but he knew that that he had to wait i'm trying you to... knew what i was uh, you knew what I was when you picked me up, <laughs> like that snake. It's a story. It's an old story <laughs> about this guy that carries a snake, or he's walking up a hill. Or, okay, it's an it's an Indian who's on a a, a vision quest, mm-hmm. and uh, that's right. He's walking up a hill. At least this is the way we've heard the story, and uh, you know, because going to a mountain, a vision quest, you know. Yeah. So he's going up it and he gets to this point where it's starting to kind of get cold and he sees this snake. And the snake's like, hey, 
he's like, huh? And, uh, anyway, so the hey, hey, down here. And he's like, whoa, a snake. And, but the snake couldn't move because it was so cold. And the snake's like, hey, pick me up, put me in your pocket. And then, you know, because it's too cold, I'm going to die up here. And then whenever you get down, let me let me go. And uh, yeah. the kid does it. And uh, snake bites also, him. Yeah. Well, no, but as he's the after a while, you know, he goes up, does whatever he need, was going to do. And then he starts coming down oh. and as it starts warming up. Got it, all of yeah. a sudden the snake, uh, you know, starts being all the moving kind of feeling kind of, you know, wiggling around and stuff. And then next thing you know, is all of a sudden he's bit. So and he's, he's like, ah, and he throws the snake out. He's like, what the heck? And he, and then what snake. Does the snake saying? It's like you knew what I was when you picked me up. <laughs> so I think your story that you received was deeper than the one I did. I never had all the like that was too cold or mine was just like, hey, a snake. A well, boy why would you up, just pick up a snake to help it? Yeah, out of the tender mercies, tender <laughs> okay. love of your heart. Well, I'm saying yeah, that's what I'm saying. If if it's if it's cold, then you're going to be a little more moved to be like, oh, okay. And and he said, hey. You know, pick me up and you can set me out and then I'll, I'll be able to live. You'll be able to live, you know, but him being a snake, when he finally got to that point, he couldn't help it. Anyway, I don't know what that, what is it? <laughs> you knew what I was when you started telling this story. <laughs> it's like try, starting to sing the song that never ends, you know, mm-hmm. like you knew what song this was when you started. Now you can never end it. What's funny is it's still going today. Is I was just I was just getting ready to say that I if I was get, I was getting ready to apologize that that story had nothing to do with causation, but it does, right? Cause and effect, man. Yeah, I mean, you reap what you sow. I mean, you picked uh, up a okay. snake, right? Yeah, it wasn't by like you know. I got yeah. It was this trickle. Brandon, it was, that's it, a reach, man. No, no, no. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trickling of effects that went from one to the other until the final one happened. Well, what would that be more of? Not cause and effect, but what are the different laws? Print the different principles: polarity, polarity, rhythm. Nah, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's correspondence. No, oh, this is a divine. Nice? This is the divine paradox here. No, okay. Well, anyway, well, well let's get into causation. Um, we'll should I read, should the, I read uh, that uh, first section there? Yeah, read the section. <clears throat> and actually, you can turn it off after this because this sums it all up. Yeah. If you can think deeply enough about it, you could get it all out of this one statement. So here's the too long didn't read. Every cause has its effect. Every effect has its cause. Everything happens according to law. Chance mm. is but a name for a law not recognized. There are many planes of causation, but nothing escapes the law. Okay, okay, then uh, now I can see w- why that, because this this kid knew that that snake was a snake, even though it was a frozen snake. Yeah, but there's a law oh. uh, that snakes, you know, are you're snakes with, are snakes. You're yeah. agreeing with me now. Yeah, awesome, Brandon. You just opened my mind. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. That everything. There's no chance. It's all law. He was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to help this snake out and it's not going to bite me. It's it's going to be g- glad. Nope. The snake bites him. And- because nothing escapes law. Yeah. So snakes are bitey. By law. Know? Yeah, by law. It's it's in the Constitution. 
<laughs> Snakes are bitey. <laughs> Snakes shall be bitey. Okay. And so. so, yeah, that's the... Um, so, basically, the gist is cause and effect, and then how that relates to... And the, he, the authors do spend a quite a bit of time talking about chance and how that works. Well, yeah. Well, okay, so... The Should big we do summary, that too? Yeah. Huh? Should we do that too? Is that principle of cause and effects embodies the truth that law pervades the universe and that nothing happens by chance. So this is this is a thing that, um, you know, it seems like some there's accidents or chance and all this stuff, but it's saying no, this is an ordered universe that there's nothing that just happens. Things don't just happen. Yep. You know, like at, at work, they they had this sign that says accidents are caused; they don't mm. just happen. How profound! Yeah. Think about it. So, guys, be safe at work. Lift with your legs. <laughs> yes, don't walk on slippery floors. Establish firm footing. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, we both used to work at UPS. So <laughs> but, um, okay, so the first... The first uh, sentence in that first second paragraph the principle of cause and effect underlies all scientific thought ancient and modern and was enunciated by the hermetic teachers in the earliest days uh, this is an interesting idea that that the cause and effect is ba your basic thing for all scientific principles yeah it's just it like the fun it's like the foundation it's like, of it well it's, it's like evolution or something that's that's the cause and effect kind of thing idea or uh splitting the atom or atomic theory or whatever yeah the only thing that's not scientific is oh it just happened yeah that's yeah that it's chance so even like okay say you go back to the big ba the big bang theory yep like for some they they don't know what the cause of you know, in that theory, but there was a cause. Yeah. So they, we don't so make that, you know, yeah. I'm saying if it, if it's true, but they don't, they can't go, go back any further. They can't figure out why. And there's a, so that's the thing. There's a point when you can trace the chain of events and then you just can't like, you just like, I can't find, I can't see what happened before that. Yeah. And that happens a lot in life. Like how often we don't, have the mental capacity to chain everything back. Yeah. You know, and so we just, we flippantly live our lives sometimes with, with no notion about, about how everything that happens happens for a reason because it's too difficult to actually trace things back. And that's, I think it's understood. No one's going to like, you didn't trace all that back. Like Brandon, come on, man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but it's interesting because like people like live by chance, you know, encounters and, you know, uh, or believe in them. But if you were to say that there's anything but law and order in the universe, you know, and I know law and order's kind of got a, this is not a, who is it? Dick Wolf did law and order. Oh, I don't, the show. Yeah. Oh, 
Law and Order SVU. That's a show that I've heard that's I've heard a lot about that I've never seen. Dude, you get addicted to those if you keep watching. Really? Them. Yeah. Because all of a sudden it just yeah, it's got one of those you know stories in it. But yeah. it, but uh, what I'm saying, Law and Order is. Oh wait, if you say there isn't like Law and Order or that that things aren't caught. Gosh, how am I trying to say this? Okay, Chance. Okay, let me try. Let's do Chance. Chance is really an expression used for the obscure causes that we cannot perceive or understand, but are nonetheless existent. That just, you call things Chance, you know, oh, that that just happened because you can't explain it like you were saying, but they're none regardless of if you can't trace it back it there's a cause and effect thing that led to that point for for whatever and often it's not it's not even worth understanding right with certain things in life well yeah i mean there's if, a lot of things like i don't even care why that happened yeah it's most i think most things are just like yeah that happened i know that it was for some reason Something caused it. I don't even care to find out what well, caused no, it. Yeah, I mean, most yeah. of the time it doesn't really affect you or whatever. But then sometimes there'll be a little tweak somewhere. You know, you you'll, something will happen, and then all of a sudden another thing will happen, another thing, and also next thing you know, you're just like having the worst day or whatever, and you're like, "What the heck?" Sometimes it seems like it's not that there is a super cause and effect, and it's. That God hates you. <laughs> and uh, you know what? And that's, like, that's a good point. He went at the very beginning of the universe. He put this somewhere. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's a good point. I I mentioned to someone a while back when I was first reading about this this hermetic principle. And I one of the things I liked about it is I would, I, I think if I, I, I like to th- imagine what my life would have been like if I would have been taught as a child or as a teenager at least about how there's no such thing as chance and how everything has a reason that it happens. Because I think that knowing that knowing that things happen for a reason could really have helped me at certain times with maybe my confidence or maybe my career or choices. Oh, but yeah. when we think everything just magically happens and that like this, no, oh yeah, you know, and like I, everything just like oh, this just happened to happen. To, like you're just you just you were the fortunate one who were who was blessed with this this one day. Yeah, no, I I'm totally with you because I used to have that magical thinking. Here, can you uh, kind of close the thing? Keep looking. And, so, Mark, keep looking at himself. I know I can't stop. <laughs> like I'm falling in love with that guy in the mirror, but. uh where you have the uh, magical thinking, you're like, oh, I'm going to meet the person, you know, mm-hmm. and this is my big, mm-hmm. I'm going to meet the person, this girl and blah, blah, you know, and all this stuff. And it's just going to happen. And, and, uh, but what are, I, it just well, doesn't work that way. And also what it does is what it's done for me in my life. I've noticed, I can't speak for everybody, but. Like there's things that I worked hard for and in the end, rather than say, yeah, because of all these things that happened and all this work I did or that other people might have done to help me out and all these, these, uh, chain of events that happened, this is why we are where we're here now. 
rather than like, oh, well, I was blessed with this. Or mm. or like, we've it's been cursed with this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, um... Oh, it's going somewhere. But we also don't, we also lack responsibility because of our unaware, how unaware we are of our choices and how they really do matter and how everything happens for a reason. Well, one of, uh, one of the big problems is, uh, that they talk about is people kind of like, uh, this is later, but saying, well, okay, if this cause and effect scheme is in place, then do we really have a choice? You know, it's like, Correct. well, you know what thing there's, it, uh, I haven't, I started reading it. <laughs> it's all that earlier. Isaac Asimov's, uh, the foundation. And, and you've talked about it enough that I, I know where it's going, but this guy's basically sees that the empire, this huge empire is going to end up falling, or at least that's what he mm-hmm. leads you to believe. I don't know. And he he starts this thing to be able to reduce the impact, like this foundation, to reduce the impact or the amount of time that they're going to be in, like the dark ages. Yeah. And so that's so he's he's done it by all this math and everything. So I'm saying, like, if you're somebody who, or like you know, like, well, why would I even try to do millions and billions of years have led me to this moment sure. who am i to yeah so anyway but it's not it's okay so that really did it's not a thing to throw your hands up but it's the same it's not by chance either um if that makes sense i don't know if it does but yeah it does no it, it does it's kind of like the it's the divine paradox it's a divine paradox. it's it's, a, it's an it's one reflection of the divine paradox we talked about a while back it's like we can see what's really in motion and that there's something that's really in charge. Yeah. But we, we have a certain reality that we have to live. Yeah. Yeah. You can know. Okay. But so chance doesn't exist. It's all choices. Okay. Let's just say that chance doesn't exist. It's choice. But you don't. What's this? Oh, that's salsa from the breakfast burrito. Um, Okay, so that was a little, tr- a little bonus, bonus content there. Okay, so anyway, I'm going back to chance. There can be no such agent as chance in the sense of something outside the law. Um, how could there be something acting in the phenomenal universe independent of laws, orders, and continuity of the latter? Such a something would be entirely independent of the order. Lee trend of the universe and therefore superior to it. So I guess they want you to take comfort in knowing that it's not chance. Do you yeah. Like, Hey, things, things aren't just happening, but then you don't want to take the other extreme where you're like, things are only happening to me. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't get the, the roll of the dice wasn't against you. You know, like you're not the one universe. The universe isn't picking on you. Yes, it is. Believe me, it is. Believe you? It's targeted me. I've been targeted. I've been targeted my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it. I think it's valuable, and it also, you know, and I've mentioned this before. Um, one of the best ways for us to think about chance is things that we just have no, like we like Mark read earlier. Things that we just can't comprehend how 
you can predict it, like rolling, oh, yeah, yeah. rolling of dice. That's a great well, way to talk about chance, right? Yeah, like uh, a careful examination will show that what we call chance is merely an expression relating to obscure causes, causes that we cannot perceive. Yeah. That we cannot understand. So that's all it is. Rolling a dice. Take that. 20-sided yeah. die. It's yeah, any 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 shape of nerd dice we have, we can roll them. And the thing is is you can't really like a magician can make a card trick work the way he wants or she wants. Because yeah. they can become good with the cards. Dice, you're kind of just leaving it up to a lot of factors that you, we just don't see and we can't uh we can't do the math on. Yeah, and that's why they unless they have their own dice. Correct. You know, that's why they couldn't use just any any die to cast to predict, you know, predict. One thing you do know is that it's like you do use a six-sided dice. It's going to be a number between one and six. That's one thing you know. You and don't know what it is, but you know that if you keep rolling. I was wondering if you're going to go there. Go ahead. If you keep rolling... You're going to have about an even amount of ones, twos, threes, fours, fives, sixes rolled. The you know, av- you're going to have an average. Time. The average gonna is going to be about the same. Yeah. So, but if you could calculate, if you could calculate like the amount of thrust you put into it, you know, the, and, and how the angle that it's hit at the table yeah, the, you know, ma- the material of the die and all that stuff. You could know what it's going to roll. Exactly, and we it, just can't comprehend that. Yeah, well, I'm saying it's, yeah, for for us, for something like a, a die roll, you can, you know, pretty much do the same thing. And sometimes people will get into the habit of, like, when you feel lucky, like, if you do a certain thing, yeah. like, yeah. like, okay, I what I would do is like, blow on the dice and then you throw it, and that uh, seems to roll lucky. We put a bit. We 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 insert a bit of ritual into our into the rolling of the die. Yeah, like as if as if that's going to like help it be consistent. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it seems to work, though. Yeah, well, one you have, you have a one in six chance. Yeah, you have a pretty good chance <laughs> that it's gonna. You know what? <laughs> if you think about that, then you. Actually, have a pretty good chance of. It's like slot machines. We talked about this before. Like you go to a, a casino, they they are required by law to pay out at a certain percentage. Yeah, for everything. So people have a one in. I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know what the. But I'm saying it's not necessarily that you're going to win a big jackpot or whatever, but you're going to win every so often. Yeah, but they're expecting that you're gonna lose. I obviously you're gonna lose more than that, but they ha- they're required, so it keeps you going. You're like, dude, I just won, you know, like, and that was that wasn't by chance. That was calculated. Yeah, you gotta win. The only way you win in that is if you if you can quit. If you happen to go, not happen by chance, but if you go and you do your first, if you get involved in running the slots when it's time for that machine to pay up. Yeah. And then you stop. Well, then you never go back again. Yeah. Basically. Anyway, I, I've, I've been, I've in the past, I've been kind of caught up in that stuff. 
It's addictive, man. Oh, I bet. <laughs> not a, not as addictive as these uh, fruit chews. The fruit chews. Brandon, you didn't have a chance against them. <laughs> I had but no choice. What, uh, what I'd say, what the thing is, is that there's people who win the lottery multiple times, but if, you know, like the actual lottery, yeah, those people are usually criminals. You know, they've been, they've actually, if, if somebody wins the lottery multiple times, they're probably a criminal <laughs> because they've had some kind of inside. They've thing. cheated something. Yeah. Because their, their odds of that are just yeah. not like, uh, anyway, there's a whole thing on this foundation that, that they, they won like some state lottery, like two times somehow. Mm. Yeah. Related to a guy that didn't kill himself recently. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. And somehow that his foundation, yeah, that totally uh, won the lottery twice, like millions of dollars. <laughs> that's that's not criminal, anyway. But yeah, so I'm saying there's not, but there's like we're saying there's not chance. Um, so you'll see that there was causes, like there's that whole McMillions thing. There's a a new documentary on on these people that that won uh you know the mcdonald's monopoly mm-hmm. big scam by They're, you get hmm. by it was uh, mafia and different things really mm-hmm. oh cool and they take payouts that. they get payouts and you know um yeah so don't play mcdonald's monopoly do not get caught you yeah. will not get boardwalk and park place that's the that's what people want to get, isn't it? Yeah, that's like the million dollars. I never played it. I just know what it is. Yeah, there. Well, there's a whole thing on it. Anyway, if you look into that stuff, a lot of it is, but and also like the lottery and everything is calculated for, for most people to lose. Too, you're only gonna have you know one or, or a few winners. So, anyway, fascinating. Um. So each time the dice falls, it obeys a law as an effable, eff, eff, infallible as that which governs the revolution of planets around the sun. I thought that was pretty cool. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, you're like rolling the sun, man. Like think of, but I mean, it's, that's what I think they're trying to say, hey man, take some comfort in the knowledge that it's not. There's there's this order to it. Rolling a dice is as grand a uh, mechanical thing as the sun revolving around the moon. All even in the little things, and this actually they they had a quote like even in the smallest things, there's law. Yeah, like like the the scripture, and they they quote it here where that I saw that even a sparrow falls you know god sees every sparrow's fall like even in the little things it's it's all programmed in there yeah kind of i mean i was like whoa that's kind of a cool idea like see this dice yeah and the thing is is when when he when the when the initiates the three initiates write about not being able to escape the law which they did they say a few times in this chapter it reminds me of, and I think I mentioned it a few podcasts ago, we did, a few episodes ago, where we were talking about how the same thing that that 
that makes the same invisible invisible factor that uh, decides which the next tarot card being pulled out is the same one that also governs the rotation of the, you know what I'm saying? Everything's governed by the same thing. Yeah. And so when it's not like people, we don't understand, it's hard to understand, but when it, once it clicks, it clicks. It's like, yeah, all these, the reason why all these things like, wow, that's an interesting coincidence is they're not coincidences is because everything's governed by this invisible entity. Yeah. And it does a bunch of math probably. Yeah. It just seems like coincidence or because we haven't seen we haven't gone far enough back to see what caused it, but it's a surprise to us. It's kind of like the whole, it's like, whoa, I didn't even see that coming, you know? And that's always one of the, that's sometimes the best thing is to be ignorant of it and be like, oh my God, <laughs> surprise. Surprise. So if we were able to examine into the preceding causes, it would be clearly seen that it was simply impossible for the, as again, the dice to fall any other than it did. There is always a cause and a B cause to every event. Nothing ever happens without a cause or rather a chain of causes. Are you, where are you at? I'm at the very end. Oh, you're like done already. Oh like, well, that was that great. That got me to the end. Okay, Brandon, we're still talking about dice. Okay, well, let's get into something else. Um, uh, okay. One of the things that they they talk about, dang it! I wish you had the same. I'm I'm right I'm right where you're at. The infa- the infallible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the next paragraph. Um, no, no, the no. The penny toss. No. Brandon, some confusion. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay. if you go down, well, it's talking about. A lot of people are confused because they're like, well, if cause and effect is in mm. force, then do we have choice? Yeah, they're kind of like, well, then a cause is, or, okay, the way they word it is kind of like, I was trying to figure this one out. Um, Cause and effect deals with events, not with the creation of things. It didn't create the the thing. It just updated the variables that might be needed for something else to happen yeah what i wrote is no event creates another event but is merely a preceding link in the orderly chain of events so um there is a relation existing between everything that has gone before and everything that follows but that doesn't mean that those preceding things caused Caused or created whatever or that you don't have any control maybe this goes to the thing about kind of when you think about the the pendulum swing and the what's that the ebb and flow rhythm 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 yeah yeah like you kind of like if you could see the Mm -hmm. the the causes and effects you could make a choice that could counter that and that's what it was referring Mm -hmm. to by Mm -hmm. hermetic Mm. masters will like use the higher law and they understand all these things we've already been talking about yeah they'll use the higher law to affect the lower law yeah and we'll get into that but i'm saying like so so don't 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 kind of throw your hands up again like and and say well this the these things have already been created so yeah so like 
my, the way I'm looking at this is uh, f- earlier this week, I went on a hike in the morning and it was a, it was a hot day. Which yeah, they've they've so, all been this, hot. This week's been so hot. And it like, was very hot. And I came, I came back, I think it was Tuesday. And I got back in and it was, I was so just beat. Well, I had to, I had to, I had to be on call. I had to be on a, on a meeting a remote, you know, meeting in about an hour after I got home. And so I had to quickly shower and get myself ready. But I, the, the sun had beat me up so much that I actually chose to sit down and just skip my meeting. You did? I did. Because I was just wiped out. And the effect was he's fired now. <laughs> he no longer has a job. And so I skipped it. I actually, was that I, the effect? No. Oh, good. But the, but the point is, is me going out hiking in the morning in Arizona when it was a hundred and like, but when I got home, it was like a hundred and six or something already. Yeah. Me doing that didn't cause me to miss my meeting. What it did is it, 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 it created, what it did do is it, I had the choice to, to skip my meeting, but I didn't have a choice of what my conditions were after I got home from the hike because I had made that choice before the hike. Yeah, yeah. So the hike, I went on a hike. It was fun, had a great, came home exhausted. It changed these conditions. Uh-huh. And then I had to make another decision. Yeah. And because of the conditions that I had already placed before me and because of any kind of agency that I did have remaining, I decided to miss that meeting. And then Brandon looked out the window up at the sun and the sun looked down and said you knew what i was before you went on that hike you knew what i was <laughs> that freaking sun no you knew and and we don't look at it that way but we usually like on oh, the sun the the sun beating down on me and going on that hike it caused me to miss the meeting mm-hmm. when really it was just an effect it's one of it's one it's one event after another. Yeah. And they all are isolated, but they do change the environment. Mm-hmm. And so. I mean, but yeah. you still, you could have gone to the meeting or not, you know. Yeah, I could have. But you just like, well, you know what? I made a choice. Hopefully you didn't want the last one. I just like, what? No, I got my box over here. I just don't want to be like chewing into it. Boom, boom, I burp boom. enough and everything into the. But I just opened up a Virgil's vanilla oh, cream. Oh, yeah. These are better. I'm going to huh? let you know. Orange, not a, not a big fan, but yeah. I've never been a big no, orange soda same. fan. Same, and like I said, I think I I think I believe because they were right next to these ones. I thought they were orange cream. Yeah, if they if they put cream, if that was an, if the, it was orange cream, I think that would have been a winner. Virgil's, we really want you for a sponsor, but yeah, who drinks orange? But put cream in there, man. <laughs> cream. That grape cream soda. I can't wait for that to come out. Is he just making that up right we now? We talked about it last time. I was like, you know what sounds perfect? Okay. A grape yeah. cream and that would be soda. Good. That sounds so good. Maybe. Um, but anyway, um, so. Here's the thing, Mark. I mentioned it earlier. The thing is, is oh. it does seem like. Let me say this. I think I might. I'm sorry if I told you the story one time. Several weeks ago, I saw about a month ago. I. I saw a snake on the trail. Mm-hmm. Okay, big old, big old di- diamondback. Was he called? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Brandon. We already told this story. We've already told this like story. The parable of Brandon and the snake. So I saw a snake on the trail. 
and I had to stop because it was crossing the trail and I was going slow. And then it actually, which is interesting, and I actually have a video on YouTube that shows this, but actually it Guys, turned go around. Guys, YouTube. Yeah, go to my, gonna, go to my channel and look at it. I'm going to post a link to this. Go, and it actually turned around, and you can see it turn around and look at me through the bush. He's all. Anyways. You knew what I was when I was After that it. happened. You did know what it was. I knew and what he, it was. He knew that. He's like, wise. You know what I wise mean. Wise as serpents. Don't, you didn't pick me up. Good He's job. like, be as wise as serpents, <laughs> but as harmless as doves. So what happened was. I remember, I recall when that happened because I was thinking of some. He things looked earlier. at you. Yeah, yeah. It looked at me. I mean, it pointed its direction. So, it's pointed my direction and was looking at me through the bush. You kind of shake his head. Which, which, which was interesting right there. What was interesting about that is I was just getting ready. To, I thought it had went into under the bush and it had kept on going. Yeah. And I was just getting ready to head off again, and then they, I barely saw it peek through and come my way again. I'm like, oh crap. So I turned my camera, I turned my phone off and started walking the other direction because it was coming towards me. He's like, you know what I was when I crossed. I was coming out to get you. I felt like that was meant to happen. Okay. It's a feeling that I had. I I went home and I told my wife, like, this was meant to happen today. And because of other things that had happened and other things that were happening, that it made more sense. Right. But I like, this was meant to happen today. And I called it the sign of the snake. Okay, and I actually have a poem that I'm writing about it right now. Anyways, that will be re- that will be revealed at a future time. But anyways, the whole well, the whole point is is that event really changed me in certain ways, and I'll, that will be explained in some day, some in the future. But wait, it did change you. Yeah, or it, it's going to. You no, know, it did. It changed the way I thought. Okay. So, anyways, whoa, man. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an, actually an awesome event that happened, and I call it the sign of the snake. But the whole point for this discussion, though, life changing. Yeah, the whole point for this discussion is I actually remember thinking to myself, "This was meant to happen today. This was a meant to happen." Huh? But then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, "So that snake crossed the trail in about thirty to forty-five seconds, right? I happened to be there by the trail, but when I was pulling into the Usury Park uh, entrance, I remember there was a car in front of me that was chit-chatting with the guard." And it took me a few minutes to get into that day. I also remember that at QT, I was waiting in line behind three or four people that were also taking a time. And I also remember that like, getting on the freeway, things. that there was an old lady in front of me in the freeway. And I remember going, come on, come on, get going. You know? Hey, were you honking at the snake I wasn't... when you were sitting there in the trail? <laughs> so, Think how much more, more patience you have with the snake no, that's a than good... you do with a human. That's a huge story right there. Huge, huge insight. That's, hey, why don't you add that to your poem, Brandon? Okay, I will. My point is, <laughs> is I was so sure that that was that was meant to happen. But if that was meant to happen, then that old lady was meant to be in front of me yeah. in the red light. Yeah. The, the the people at QT that their card wasn't or their debit card wasn't working in front mm-hmm. of me at QT in the morning that was meant to happen. And there was the guard was meant to be chit chatting with the person in front of me at the guard gate. It means that all that was also meant to happen too, right? Mm-hmm. If you believe that this, if you believe meant to happen, if you believe if you believe that it, and then nothing's by chance, because oh, then you have to say because it, then yeah. you have to say, in order for that sign of the snake to happen without all those things other all those things, other things happening, then the sign the snake would have to be happen to be sitting there waiting in the bushes, and then for like God or something to go, okay, go, he's here. Well, that's go. why that's why he was looking back whenever he got through. He's like, okay. Wait, this is the guy, right? This is the this guy. This is was, him. God, this is the guy I'm supposed to. Man, he must have had a busy morning because I was out here for like ten minutes <laughs> yeah, waiting. You, you think you were impatient? The snake was like, 
come on, dude, it's hot out here. I need to get into the bushes. And all of a sudden, God's like, go, 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 go. You know, fine, it's, it's your turn. It's your turn. Go. <laughs> That'd be so funny. But sometimes, though, I don't necessarily, or, okay, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, but sometimes we can see signs and stuff that, Mm-hmm. you know well, that's, exactly i agree and i'm not i'm not saying you know i'm just saying but if it wasn't a snake it would have been like a jackrabbit yeah <gasps> the sign of the jackrabbit on a rock that you know yeah you're right that's but, a good uh, point too. well i'm just saying that we're sometimes things will just strike us in a way and i don't know if well that's like seeing the universe in an ashtray i've seen one man it's a dirty universe some ashtrays you can see the universe in so i think my whole point is that in itself is, like I mentioned earlier, kind of a divine paradox. Yeah. It's like, hey, this might have been like a chain reaction that led all the way to here, but I can't necessarily live my life thinking that way to a point. I have to, whatever it is, I have to be real as I'm living too. Well, yeah, that's the thing is that you're like, well, look, I mean, you could be like, instead of taking charge kind of thing, like I just gotta let everything happen because this is the way it's meant to be. Sure. It's kind of that flow, and I if I'm not, you know, so I gotta let people push me gotta around, get out of the flow, yeah. blah blah, you know, like or let people cut in front of me and not not be a, at all aggressive and just you know. So you have like extremes you can go to. Actually, this is kind of along the polarity the paradox. You got extremes where you can. Take total control and be try to be in control of everything, or just let things control you. And this is where most people are in in the world, is that we're, even though we think we're in control, we're being controlled. Yeah, we're by just, causes and effects. Yeah, we're just being blown around like, what's the chaff? sands in the hourglass? Yeah, so are the days of our lives. Deep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Although sands of the hourglass don't get blown, but no, they don't. They fall. We were throwing we were one after the other. We were providing two different uh, imageries there, but yeah, dust in the wind. I think I was thinking of wasn't it chaff? Is oh the chaff in the wheat? Yeah. So uh, yeah, you beat down the the wheat, and then the chaff just blows away because the wheat's heavier. I think that's the way it works. Yeah, not a farmer. Nope. Am I wearing overalls? <laughs> Here we go. I, I recently listened to that episode. <laughs> we keep saying Am that. I wearing a painter's smock? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, uh, oh, I wanted to do one that was kind of cool because there's this link of events that brings us up to a certain point. I would, And one of the things they use is this. If a certain man had not met a certain maid, I like the oh, old I saw that one. Your grandparents a one. way back in the dim period of the Stone Age. You who are now reading these lines would not be here now. I mean, if if I mean, even more recently, if a certain man had not met a certain maid, mm-hmm. you know, like my dad and my mom, yeah, and. Fallen deeply in love. Deeply. And then the stork brought the kid and put me under a bush. You know, if that had never happened, 
then I wouldn't exist. But you got to go back even further. And they go, they go actually right before. Okay, I did this whole math thing this morning. This is one of the things. I okay. But just as a man has two parents, oh, yeah. four grandparents, and eight great-grandparents, and 16 great-great-grandparents. And then they go, okay, say for 40 generations or cal- I calculated the number of ancestors runs into the many millions. I was like, their their math is actually wrong. Is okay, because uh, I was far like, more than a million. Like, Whoa, yeah. Because okay, you go to eighteen great if you have great 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 times eighteen. Okay, grandparent. That person was that's that's. You have one million forty-eight thousand five hundred and seventy-six eighteen great grandparents, eighteenth or grand great grandparents to the eighteenth power. I don't know if that's you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, times eight or great, great times eighteen grandparents. If that makes sense, it does. Okay, and so I calculate. I was like, okay, so that's that's actually that's actually twenty generations. And if each person was thirty, yeah, years, I I put I put kind of a high age because I was like, okay, let's say that each each of those people were thirty. That's only six hundred years ago that 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 there was one million forty eight thousand five hundred seventy six people that came to make Brandon. Yeah, they were busy. I mean, think about that 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 number, and then I was like, okay. How how many people? How far back would it take to make to reach a billion people that were needed to bring you up to this point? It's only twenty just a couple more. Yeah, twenty eight. Great. Okay, I, it's hard to times great or great times twenty eight grandparents. Yeah, you're gonna say twenty to say twenty eight generations back. Oh yeah, that works. There, yeah. In order to get you to the point. Where you are now, there was one billion people falling in love, courting, uh, you know, I mean, and then, you know, so. True was love. Like, was it true love? And that's though? only, that's only, that would only, yes, yes, falling in true, deep love, getting married, and then uh, living as a married couple. Yep, and being very happy together for yeah. the rest of their life. Yeah living happily ever after. So, and then that would only be 900 years ago. Yeah. Makes sense. And I was, but, or I put a thousand just to round. You it rounded up. it up, but I'm like, that's a lot of people. You rounding cheated a couple million too, probably. No, no, because well, that was just the year. You could have went 30 generations like, okay. okay. No, no, no. 20, that's 28 generations. Like you said. Um, so, Anyway, that's a, that was an interesting thing. I was like, "Whoa, how many people?" Like, if you go back, look at the cause and effect. Like, how many people? How many people have affected where you even are now? Yeah. And you look at it, you're like, "This is some kind of crazy miracle." Yeah, I know that when you and then we're not like totally deformed and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know that when you do like a family history chart, you can only fit like a few generations on one paper. And then after that, like, there's just no chance. Yeah. By the time you're the fourth generation back, your fourth great grandparents, there's 64 just men and women falling in love, 
courting each other, you know, but I'm saying having a happy life together. Yeah. Living happily ever after. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm saying 64 there. And then it jumps one further back that jumps up to 128. Imagine that family tree. You know, what's funny is I have, um, but people talk about like how some family trees actually don't branch out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, okay, they got to branch out sometime. So I have a, like, I remember I have like my 18th, I think it's my 18th or my 21st great grandfather, which would make sense because. Yeah. So my 18th or my great, or my 21st great grandfather is like some famous person in Scotland. And I remember years ago, you know, when I found that out many years ago, I was like, hey, my great grandfather. What was his name, last name, The Bruce? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Lenny, The Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Good old, good old De Bruce. <laughs> and I remember like bragging a little bit, like, "Oh yeah, my 18th great grandfather is Robert De Bruce." But now, when you think about it, it's like, dude, everybody's yeah. Well, and it's like he's just one of my like hundreds like, or yeah. You're not as related to him as you think. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're way closer to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that he's he's not even he's he's he was one little part. He's watching of, me. He's watching me right now. Hi, the Bruce. <laughs> I don't know your first name, but I know it's the Bruce. Da Bruce. But anyway, that's that's funny that yeah, you look back, you're like, I'm descendant of kings. Yeah. Like, yeah, and what else was in your I mean, you had way more poppers than way you more had peasants. Princes. Way more peasants. Yeah. You know? So I mean, if you think about that. But it's interesting to think how much DNA is like merged into you, you know, and that, but the law is so good or thorough that, okay. look at, I saw five fingers. And you're working great. And five toes. I mean, not that, but I'm saying we most, can't see your the toes majority mark, so. of, I'm not going to show them. Okay. I only have, no, but I'm saying that, that the law is in in force and that you're not going to chance. I mean, it's the blueprints there. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why I was saying you that. did a good job at explaining that. Much. I'm just saying, but there's tons of people that have gone into making up you and they've had their small part. The Bruce had his little part and I'm grateful for all of them. Like he had his little part. That's what it, that's his wife said. <laughs> That's what his wife. That's what. That's what his happy <laughs> that's wife. What she said. That's what his happy wife of many years said. <laughs> <laughs> he had his small part in making you. Okay, Brandon. Anyway, so anyway, but that's a that's a neat thought though. Experiment. You're like sure. you don't have to go back far, and there's like all these people having a hand in your life. Yeah, and I'm not sure which direction that takes you. Does it take you to feeling more insignificant, or does it take you to feeling more significant? Like all these people went okay. went into making me, or is it, or does it go? Wow, I'm just like, well, and that, what's wrong with that? Realizing, becoming aware that, like, yeah, you're just one of billions and billions and billions of grains of sand. Well, yeah, it can, you can you can take it however you want. If you want to be upset about it, oops, I'm like touching the. It's a, but uh you know that i i wouldn't i'd rather you not feel in, insignificant thank you mark but feel a part of it thank because you, mark. guess what 
regardless of how many people went into making you, you're here and you're living right now. So don't worry we about... We are here. Yeah. And there's going to be somebody down the line saying, oh my gosh, I have this guy, the Gibson. Mm. I don't know his first name, but Doesn't matter. his last name was the Gibson. You yeah. may have heard of him. You know, saying that this you famous guy. You might have heard of him. And I'm like, his name is Brandon the Gibson. <laughs> But that that's where kind of uh that's where we come to uh the free will and determinism. How do I always end up at the end? Because you want this done, man. <laughs> you want to deny. Um where it says we do not wish to, they don't wish oh, to yeah. enter into a consideration of free will or determinism. Neither side so- Okay, this is kind of cool because says, neither side of the controversy is entirely right. What's this sound like? Uh-oh. Oh, half-truths. Half-truths, yeah. Both sides are partially right, according to their hermetic teachings. And then they bring it back. The principle of polarity shows that both are half-truths. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's determinism and there's free will. It's like, what? That sounds like a paradox. That's the sorts. paradox. Wow. But it's not. But it's, it's saying... It's not a paradox. It's a, um, it's a balance. Yeah, yeah. Like all these people went into making you a billion people, a billion mm-hmm. the Bruces. Yeah. And, but you're here now, and you get to choose what you do with your life. Although there are certain things that I, you've been given attributes, emotions, but all, there's a lot more deter- determined in that. With your your culture, you know how you've been raised and taught, and then the way your brain's formed and my all this zodiac, stuff. my the zodiac. planets, and that has made all the difference. And that has made all the difference. Thank you, Ralph Waldo Emerson. That's not Ralph. That's what's his name? Two roads, Walt. Uh, Robert Frost. It is. Yeah. And Robert, thank you, Robert Frost. Robert the Frost. <laughs> oh man! Do you think he's related to Jack Frost? <laughs> Maybe. But two roads diverged in the wood. That's a good poem. It is. That's what I'm saying. But that okay, you take that poem. See, and it's like correspondence here. Is yeah, good. is that yeah? You've been you you you've come up to a point in your life. You've got all this stuff you've been given by previous previous generations what you're taught and all of a sudden you come to this road and then there's a nice paved one and there's this other one you're like you know what i'm gonna go down this unpaved road and it might make all the difference it did it so. did but that was, so that was deep mark um they say that the teachings are that a man may be, be both free and yet bound by necessity depending upon the meaning of the terms. So there, there's this quote at the very end of that. Yeah, I paragraph. got it. I'm going to read it. Yeah, because this is like, this must come straight from the Kabbalion. Yes, because he's the quoting that it. Has never, nobody's ever seen, but it's a cool quote. The further the creation is from the center, the more it is bound. The nearer the center it reaches, the nearer free it is. Or is it? Is it? Yeah, he, ca- yeah, he capitalizes center. Is though. it? The word center is capitalized. Yeah. 
The majority of people are more or less the slaves of heredity, environment, etc., and mm-hmm. manifest very little freedom. Yeah. Keep going, Brad. They are swayed. Testify. This is what... Okay. They are swayed by the opinions, customs, and thoughts of the outside world, and also by their emotions, feelings, moods, etc. Okay. So that's interesting because... I mean, most of us, we all, this is us. Yeah. We're, you know, you think that you're, oh, I'm I'm this kind of person and all this, but all that's going up to make you is a lot of. (coughs) I didn't want to come do this podcast today, but Mark Mark called me and I was just too chicken to say no. I was, I was, I was. I swayed him. I was swayed by emotions. I can't do it. I, I can't, can't say no this. to him. I can't say no. Well, I'm just saying, think about this. The majority of people are more or less slaves of heredity, environment, and actually manifest very little freedom. Think about that. It's true. It is. How many f- actual free thinkers are there? Nine, only about seven per- 3 to 7% is my calculation. Really? Yeah. That seems like a lot. Yeah, well, not when you look at when it's the the opposite of ninety seven to ninety three percent. Well, think about no. okay, think okay. So they're more than nine that, out of ten, and then to kind of make it a further point, or their point is they are swayed by the opinions, customs, and thoughts of the outside world, and also so they got that working on them. Plus, also their own emotions, feelings, and moods. So it's like, dude, we're total slaves to our, to, to, I mean, you know, when I say slaves, we're not, yeah. we're not as free as we think we are. Yeah. And there was a, there was a reference to this in the, was it the, was it the rhythm mentioning how people are just like, they live, they're so easily just like moved because of their emotions. Like they're so like, remember that? Um, we quoted sure. it and we found like a very truthful like tone to that because of current events and stuff. Um, Remember we're like, oh yeah, it's really happening. Swung by the, well, are you talking about being swung by the different mobs and stuff? Probably. Anyway, well, Bren, yes, there was, but I don't know where it is. Oh yeah, all individuals who have, okay, um, well, here yeah. it is. By ref- um, but yeah, here it is. Stop and consider a moment. You realize how much these swings of rhythm have affected your life. Oh, wait, go ahead. You found it. Yeah. It says the master, however, carries this to a much higher degree of proficiency, and by the will of his by the use of his will he attains a degree of poise and mental firmness. Almost impossible a belief to on the part of those who allow themselves to be swung backward and forward by the mental pendulum of moods and feelings. Yeah, everybody else is like, what? Yeah. So, I mean, most people, most people of us, and the most next, of us are carried by, anyway. Just to add to that, it does say, the importance of this will be appreciated by any thinking person who realizes that what creatures of moods, feelings, and emotion the majority of people are yes and how little mastery of themselves they manifest yep okay so oh it's, it's it seems like wait isn't this the same thing wow it's no but it's 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 all 
they're taken at a different angle. That's why I keep on thinking. That's why I keep on and find myself on the last page. Like I'm like, I think we're done. Like, <laughs> dude, we already talked about like, this. We're at the very but no, but it's it's at a different. It takes it in a different angle. Anyway, so okay, and there's a list of questions that I I wrote down that are in here. Oh my gosh, it's uh, going to uh, talk more about it too later. We. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we don't have to go no. with that. Yeah. But, but it is, it is uh, but re-emphasizes. No, they, they re- but uh, okay, here's, here's, here's a statement that somebody might say and that they put in here. I am free to act and do as I please. You know, I just want, I just do, I do just what I want to do. You know, that's, that's yeah. typical. Hey. That's a strong-willed person. No, but that's, dude, I just, I'm, I do what I want. You know, I'm a free person. Yeah, I'm yeah, a, yeah. You know, and then they ask. They, so the, you know that's a statement, a general statement that I think most people would agree with. Yeah, yeah. And then it's it says it kind of goes into it, what makes them want to do one thing over the other. It says I just do what I want, you know. I do just what I want to do. But the question is, what cause or what makes makes them do one want to do one thing over the other? Want what gives them that want? What makes them pleased to do this and not that? You know, I do as I please. Yeah. What makes them do, you know, desire to do do one thing over the other again? And then is there no because to their pleasing and wanting? See? So you go back and think about the same. I am free to act and do as I please. I do just what I want to do. And then you look at it with the, and with those questions, you're like, wait, but how did you get to the point where you decided that? Yeah, what's are... given you that like resolve, or yeah. what's made you think that that's who you're gonna? Who Is you're... it possibly some things that we were talking about? Opinions, customs, thoughts from the outside world, or emotions, feelings, and moods of yourself? Is that what's causing it? You know, so how free are you? It's just one of those thought experiments. And I thought that was a pretty, pretty cool little thing they did there. Now, the way the master... Oh, did you want to... No, go for it. The way the master... Because you, you saw the other, other side of that to go on, right? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, the master can change the pleases and the wants. You know, I do what I please. I do what I want. Mm-hmm into others at the opposite end of the mental pole. He's able to will to will instead of to will because some feeling, mood, yeah. emotion, and environmental suggestion arouses the tendency or desire within him so to do. The master so does that. He's, he's taken it and he changes it by actual will. Like we talked about earlier in previous chapters, of using the higher law to affect the lower law or raising up to a higher plane. Yeah. 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 So that's how they say the mass, a master, somebody who, you know, is above this. Um, While the rest are moved like pawns on the checkerboard of life, Mm. They play their parts and are laid aside after the game is, is over. Do you want to read the master part? But the masters, knowing the rules of the game, 
rise above the plane of material life and placing themselves in touch with the higher powers of their nature dominate their own moods, characters, qualities, and polarity as well as the environment surrounding them and thus become movers in the game instead of pawns. Causes instead of effects. There you go. Deep, man. That's the, that is the, that is the whole, um, that's the secret to the, the law, the principle of causation, right? That's the whole, like, point of understanding it. You know, is to be a mover and not a moved. Yeah. Yeah. Be a, yeah. Master instead of a pawn. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, like you can see some of some, some of the ideas of this kind of with, with things like the law of attraction and different things, but it's kind of, it's a very watered down mm-hmm. because this is actually saying they're taking action and control instead of just thinking about things and trying to, Oh, I'm getting my, you know, vibration right or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I'm, I agree know, with that. like they're, you're actually taking control of it. And, and making I, it happen. I appreciate that. You mentioned that one time. I think we were looking at... I read it, and I think you looked into it a little bit. There was a an author <laughs> named Neville. Yeah. Neville Goddard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, I, you know, I, I liked a lot of the things he was saying. But the problem with it, and Mark brought this up, and I'm like, he's so right, is it was all just like mental there wasn't any real action behind any of it yeah i was like this guy was in the army and he was like he wanted to get out early he he did write a, a letter to his sure. ceo or whatever the heck i don't know you know his but, commanding officer but the guy denied him but he kept on every night and that would lay in bed and think about seeing himself at home picturing himself and then all of a sudden one day uh the officer's like or the commanding officer, i don't agree with what you wanting to go home, but I'm going to let you go. Yeah. And then, so, and then this guy says, that's because he used my law of attraction. I was like, this to me, it just felt more like the law of coincidence. And I, and I do, I do really believe that, uh, in the whole like mentalness of like a man is what he thinketh. Yeah. But I think he was taking it. I also believe in, I the, think he used weak examples. Yeah, he, they he, were, he it was been, definitely. Yeah. And I believe that I believe in the whole farmer's prayer concept, you know, where you kneel down in your fields and while you're praying, pull some weeds while you're praying, rather than just asking God to like help your crops grow. How about you just go out there and pull some weeds and do it? You do all your do best, what do you what can. you can do. Yeah. Um, but because that seems to be more in line with this hermetic principle. Yeah. Of using higher laws above lower laws. Yeah. Well, so, okay, uh, thus, and so using the higher, thus, they thus form a conscious part of the law instead of being mere blind instruments. So you're becoming a part of the law and a conscious part of the law. You're like, wait, I can have an effect here. You know, I can actually become that, you know, I'm causing this to happen. It'll have this, you know, so... While they serve on the higher planes, they rule on the material plane. And that's the idea. And that's why you brought up the um, foundation by Isaac Asimov. That's the whole. That's what Harry Seldon hat does, right? Is I don't he, know yet. Oh, well, that's what the higher... I don't know oh, yet, Brandon. Spoiler, sorry. Anyway, that's the idea. Is that 
to, is to change the future or to change what else happens because you realize that you can change it. Yeah, I'm just to the part where, well, because was Harry Seldon the main guy in it, or in is the, he the, in the beginning? The guy, the guy in the wheelchair. This, yeah, the psycho, yeah. the psycho historian. Okay, because uh, now all of a sudden, I where I'm at, I'm at like a hundred pages in or whatever. The, all of a sudden, it's like something changed, but they knew that it was going to change. Yeah, yeah, and, and that, it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting book, but oh, one of the things that, oh, gosh dang it, uh. Oh, I wanted to. You want to read that one, last one thing? One thing we skipped that I thought was important. It was along the lines of kind of the, all the pe- all the generations a certain made. Mm-hmm. You know, it says okay. So you gotta you gotta if you look at that, you know, like way back, somebody you know, there's millions of people having an effect on your who yeah. you are today. Yeah. But each person is important. You know, the very act of. Uh, all right. The, and he used the example, the very act of writing on our part and the act of reading on yours will affect not only the respected lives of yourselves and ourselves, but will also have a direct and or indirect effect upon many other people now living who will live in the ages to come. Okay. And this is, this is what I wanted to get to, because this is where it brings it down to us and feeling like, whoa, this is important. Every thought we think, every act we perform has its direct and indirect results, which fit into the great chain of cause and effect. That's important because you are affecting future generations and you don't want dumb, dumb grandkids. Yeah. Don't want dumb. Who wants dumb grandkids? They're the worst. Even like 18 generations later, you don't want. You well, wanna, by that time, you have millions. There's going to be some dumb grandkids. Yeah, but they're going to look back and say, the Gibson. Yeah. The Gibson. Are they going to look back and say, somebody else's name? You know, they're going to say, oh, my my 18th great-grandfather, uh, Smith. And then the rest were poppers. Or are they going to say, Gibson? Yeah. Are you going to have an effect I already have. Are you going to change the course of nations? It's already changed. Or it. worlds. So everything's in motion as we speak, Mark. All right. So you're going to read the last. Yeah, sure. Or whatever. Or, or the last paragraph. You're going to read the whole last paragraph. Yeah, because mentions the whole blind goddess. That was pretty cool. You glop. Okay. But on higher and on lower, the law is always in operation. There is no such things as chance. The blind goddess has been abolished by reason. We are able to see now, with eyes made clear by knowledge, that everything is governed by universal law, that the infinite number of laws are but manifestations of the one great law, the law, which is the all. It is indeed, it is true indeed that not a sparrow drops oh, yeah. unnoticed by the mind of the all, that even the hairs on our head are numbered, what as hairs? the scriptures have said. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah. Uh, excuse me? This is offensive you know what? to us bald people? Zero is a number. <laughs> there is nothing outside of law. That would be an easy. I. That would be easy. I'm, I, yeah, he's God, like, God I is need, very I grateful need, for us. We need that more have... bald people in this world. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Male pattern baldness is only because God's lazy. So he only has to calculate. <laughs> Less hairs? Yeah. 
There is nothing outside of law, nothing that happens contrary to it. And yet, do not make the mistake of supposing that man is but a blind automation. For far from that. Automaton. Oh, thank you. A blind automaton. What is that? Probably the same word as automation in a different way. Like a, yeah, like a robot kind of yeah. thing. Uh, the hermetic teachings are that man may use law to overcome laws, and that the higher will always prevail against the lower, until at last he has reached the stage in which he seeks refuge in the law itself, and laughs I like the phenomenal laws to scorn. Are you able to grasp the inner meaning of this? Can you even mark? grasp it, man? Yes, he's taunting. The, the three like, initiates are taunting us. You know what? I just laid it out so clearly. Can you even grasp it? Can you even grasp the inner meaning of this? Yeah. So a- that that's an interesting. Like the whole thing about. Because remember there's that thing where it's talking about the outer edge. Mm-hmm. That you're less. Yeah. And the more you come closer to the, the center, center. Yeah. The more freedom you have and they wrap it up at the end. Can you even grasp that? Do you even get what I'm saying? He's like, are you even able to grasp that? <laughs> Go ahead, try. Sorry, three initiates. Marcus, Mark is uh, mocking you right no, now. No, I'm laughing like they were. You're laughing with them, huh? Yeah, I, I'm laughing at the phenomenal laws to scorn. Ha! You're laughing with them. That's great. I laugh with them. All three of them. The yeah, th- all three of them. Are these the three initiates? Anyway, I don't mean to, but it is funny how they. Yeah, it was. It was kind of like a a uh, little. Taunt at the yeah, end. it is like a little taunt. That's because they're laughing to scorn. They're like, I mean, it. There it is. I we laid it out. Now, uh, you know, start having an effect, or start doing causes, or just or just be a sheep, or or an automaton, automaton, and be an automaton, or automaton. Yeah, this was written in the early 1900s. See what robots weren't a big of thing. Automaton is. I need sunglasses. Yeah, it's small print. I know. Have you noticed your eyesight might be maybe not as good as it used to be? Oh yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. Auto. Matin. Not in there, is it? I think today it's just the translation for that is just like robot. Or. Android, no, Android are too smart. Oh, there it is. Automaton. Auto, atom, atom. Yeah. It is a robot. You said automate is automation. Anyway. Was like automatic, you know, kind of, which makes sense. But anyway, so can you even grasp it? Yeah, can you? Because if you it? can, you know what? If you just reach out and grasp it, reach out and touch someone, and if you reach out and touch someone, you can have an effect on future generations. Yes, you can. Reach out and touch that one you love. You know. Yeah. For happy, happy lifetime. Yeah, and live happily ever after. But uh, okay, well, so that that there it is. Hopefully. Um, you got, you got, I'm sure you got something out of it. Yeah, and, that was, uh, that was a lot of the same thing, but there was different little points no, made. Yeah, I like the way they do this because you're like, gosh, it sounds so familiar. But then they had that little tweak. little tweak, a little clever twist in the end there. Yeah. So, 
And uh, all right, so the next one um, we're going to do, we're going to finish up this beautiful book with gender. Yeah, which is it's non- going to be a big one. Yeah. The last one. This will be, and we'll uh, have a little smorgasbord in between. And, yeah. And uh, just catch up on what we're checking out now. All right. So look forward to gender. This is the one that you, I know I said this last time, but you said was the most like, whoa, right? I believe, I haven't read it for several months now, but I remember when I read through gender, I was like, this is the, this is the big one. Yeah. This is the one that you thought was the best, the best one in the bunch. Yeah. And this one's interesting. It's going to really take, uh, some kind of digging through and writing down of stuff because I'm like, I'm not quite sure how to explain it. Yeah. We'll get or there. I'm not quite sure. I totally understand it. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for uh, joining us today. Yeah. Thank you. Um, now go and have yourself a good day. Yes. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Bye. Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Nice. Please do put the 